already. What's up? What's up? It's a good day. We have some problems. We, we have a few problems. There's no problems, all right? Listen, the... Uh, I don't even know what you were doing over the there. The interwebs land is not your priest. <laughs> I don't know why you feel the need to confess your problems to everybody in our podcast, uh, Bill. Podcast, Bill? Yeah, podcast why not? land. Uh, well, the whole land is, but also the Ville is. <laughs> There's a specific performing manhood Ville that people have to subscribe on. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say, what's up, guys? My name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Cherry Cowan. And this is Reforming Manhood, the podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. And we just wrapped up our series on uh, on manhood uh, warnings, and so we're starting a new one today. Yep, it was a good podcast, too. I thought so, too. If you didn't listen to it, you should go back and uh, subscribe and whatever. Watch, listen. Do all the things. Yep. Engage with us on Facebook. You had a few engagements. Yeah, yeah. It's you posted before I could. Yeah, it just had to be done. You know, I can't yeah. wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait for you to post. <laughs> well, the podcast goes up on Friday. Right, 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 right. So what's the problem? I don't know. There was, I don't know, 13 Fridays since your last post, so I don't want to hear it. No, but <laughs> I mean, you posted on like a Wednesday or something. It was like Thursday. Nah, it was early. The podcast was recorded, so I just put it out there. Oh, okay. Cool. Anyways, cool, cool, cool. anyways, thanks for but those. But y'all can all engage on the Facebook. Yeah, you could. We might say something back. Might not. Might not. <laughs> Never know. I might just like your stuff and move on. So uh, we're starting a new series on the Bible. Reddit. Been there, done that. El Biblia. Um, but how much time can we actually spend on the Bible? Dude, we're going to spend 66 weeks on the Old Testament <laughs> and 27 weeks on the... I'm just kidding. We're not doing no, that. No, no, no. You messed up your math. <laughs> You said 66 weeks on the Old Testament. Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad. All of them. All of them. <laughs> 27 on the new, minus 66. That's how many for the old. <laughs> uh, cool. So we're going to talk about the Bible. Today's Thursday. We didn't go to Planned Parenthood today. No, so it's a good day. We just got, Well, you mowed today. Yeah. Yep. Got all itchy. And then washed it off in your shower when you weren't looking. So yeah, That's not true. Sure, it's not. I was at home all day. <laughs> Except where you weren't. Anyways, we're going to talk about the Bible. The Bible is, this first uh, first week is about the Bible is, um, and uh, and then we'll talk later about what the Bible does. So this week, the Bible is God's word, and the Bible is trustworthy. And we jacked this from Visual Theology. Oh, yeah, this comes from Visual Theology. This but is a... Tim uh, Chalice and Tim Josh Byers. Chalice? Chalice. 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 Chalice? Chalice. Chalice. Tim Chalice. Mm. There's an E there. I-E. Tim Chalice. But you also say syrup wrong, so... <laughs> I can't expect you to read English. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you don't know how to talk. I can't... I can't read. Yeah, that's what it is. Syrup. Syrup. <laughs> Who says it that way? Syrup. syrup. I say syrup. 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 Why do you say it like I say, like I'm searing a steak? That's what you say, syrup. No, I'm saying syrup. It's syrup, all right? No. Listen, it's not my fault. You're ignorant and can't read. Anyways. You can't speak Texan. What are we talking about with the Bible today? The Bible is God's word. And if you read it wrong or mispronounce it, that's okay, because it's you're still God's word. 
No, you can mispronounce it. Oh, mispronounce it. Yeah, yeah. you can do that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you can say chasm or chasm. I don't care. You can't say chasm. Chasm is correct, dummy. You can't say chasm. <laughs> <laughs> having a good time today <laughs> yep so the bible is god's word um uh, comes from hebrews four twelve. the word of god is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of bone and bone and marrow soul, soul and, and spirit. spirit bone and marrow that's joints right. and marrow joints and marrow discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart you know if you would have sang it i would have nailed it but i didn't you would have nailed it but i didn't so uh, the Bible is God's word. Yeah, it is. That's it? Touche. That's all you have to add to this conversation? <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, uh, this is probably one of the most challenged things right now. How so? Right now, like, like in the culture? In our current, yeah, in our current state, I don't know. Um I don't know if it's necessarily a challenge that it's God's word. People don't treat it like it's God's word. That's for sure. Yep. They treat it like it's just another book. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you get that from the world. And so I get that. The world not revering the words of God. Um, but but what what burns my biscuits is when the church does it. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. That that when they when they I guess they they know the authority that God's word should be. And if it is God's word, it is authoritative, right? Like we can, right. we can lock into that part well, alone. It's God's word. It's the authority. It yeah. alone, solo, is the authority, right? Yeah, take that, Catholic. <laughs> solo, <laughs> the scriptures alone is the authority of God. Um, and so, um, if uh, if we're living a life that contradicts scripture, we have to deal with that and repent of it. And yeah, I just mean. I just mean whenever I say a big problem today, like I have a friend that says uh, – he asked the question, are these stories true? Like – which I know is what we're going to get to later. But he'll ask like, is the story of uh, Jonah and the whale true? Yeah. Or Jonah and the great fish. Um, and uh, his answer might shock you. It doesn't matter. That was his answer. Wow. Um, but it does. <laughs> It does matter because these are the words of the living God. That's right. Yeah. Um, Andy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that's his his big thing is it doesn't matter. Nothing in scripture matters for him. Hmm. And uh, he was asking for help on theology and trying to think through some of these things. But until he fixes that problem, yeah. until he recognizes that it does matter, I don't have a conversation with him anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this doesn't matter what does. Like, where where do you get your authority from? Yeah. Um, oh, science books that have changed a hundred times in the last hundred years. You yeah. Know? Where where this is God's word? It hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, copies of uh, pretty reliable sources that say this is what it was. Um, the Dead Sea Scroll. Um, when they found those, they were a thousand years um, before our oldest texts in the Old Testament, and. Uh, they were pretty word for word. Some very minute um, punctuation things. Punctuation like that. problems, yeah. Or they forgot their, you know, to dot the i. They didn't have eyes, but in the in the Hebrew letters, they forgot to dot the i or whatever that was. Um, they were they were so minuscule um, that it was really cool to see that God had preserved His word to today. 
Mm. I mean, that's the only conclusion you can actually draw, um, that this is God's word. And, and because it's God's word, it was preserved, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was preserved throughout all of history, um, from Old Testament all the way to the New Testament. Yep. Um, yeah, we can see that. Oh, go ahead. There's a story. It could just be legend. I, I don't know. But there's the story with the Greek Septuagint. Have you heard this story? No, go ahead. Where Regal they, me with your tales. Ah, go, okay. Uh, they say uh, whenever they translated the Hebrew text into the Septuagint, that they went into these rooms for 70 days when they came out. They had translated it, and it was all the same thing. Hmm. Like all these, I don't know how many guys, had the exact same thing in like 70 days of translating it. Or Man, something. we couldn't do that with anything. With Pokemon cards, you couldn't get the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, again, that's that's just God preserving his word. It's, it is his word. Um, it's the uh, only infallible source of divine revelation. Um, mm. That's what Martin Luther fought the the whole Reformation for. Um, we're, we're not going to use traditions over the Word of God. Now, there's some traditions that are good. There's some traditions are that are neutral. And there's some that are bad, and mm. we have to recognize that. Um, Wheels on the bus would be neutral. We can sing that without yeah, hurting yeah. anybody. A Christmas tree is pretty neutral. You can have one of those, um, but uh, a pentagram. Probably don't get one of those. You know, those traditions need to stop. Um, and so there's a there's a clear line um, that we need to be aware of and be watching out for. Um, and and God's word needs to be the source. Um, the Bible is the source of our authority in our life. The reason we do some things and the reason we don't do other things ought to be because of God's word. And what happens whenever a culture decides to abandon that? Decides to abandon God's word. Yeah, so we're we're in a because uh, he preserves it. Yeah, but I think we're getting to a point in our culture where they're saying, not only does it not matter, but we don't care. Yeah, um, I think things unravel because God's word is true. Um, when you disconnect from truth, things become unraveled. Mm. That's what it boils down to. And so, so I believe we're seeing a a great unraveling, um, which which creates some slack for people to then. Take the gospel to bear on the world and the community and show how this truth does work in reality. Mm. Um, and so, so, so for your friend who says it doesn't matter, but, it, but it does. Yeah. Um, and, and if you'll start with that, um, you, you land in a reality place. That's just a whole lot more comforting because as your friend said, if it doesn't matter, what does? <laughs> yeah. But if this does matter, yeah, he's in this crisis of faith now because mm-hmm. God's word doesn't matter, but it absolutely does matter. Yeah. Yeah, because if it's true, then, then again, we can go back to Adam and Eve. We got a bunch of evolution folks who don't, don't, don't want to believe in a, in, a, in a literal Adam and Eve. Um, I think they call them uh, the, the honest. Christian guys? Yeah. They're, they're theistic called, evolution. Yeah, theistic yeah. evolution. Yeah, so it's not a literal, um, not a literal Adam. Okay, but, but without a literal Adam, why do I need Jesus to literally die for my sins? You know? Mm. Um, and so... There's this, there's this disconnect. If, if it doesn't matter, then nothing matters. But yeah. if it is true, then it all matters. Yeah, know? we learned from uh, we learned from Proverbs that uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and the beginning of wisdom. It's yeah. both. Yeah, it's both. And so when you abandon that, when you don't fear the Lord, um, and I think we see this in culture today, um, you become foolish, mm-hmm. um, and you can't. Uh, I've seen many of 
smart people deny basic truths, self-evidential truths, mm. to say there is no God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy the length that people will go, that men will go, to say that there is no God. Right. To the point of saying, I could just be a p- computer program. Yeah. What? What? Why would you say that? And if that? you are, who's running it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So because you don't care doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Those are two yeah. different things that, that we need to – it matters because, again – Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And so um, he is truth, and so it, it matters that he is true. Yeah. Um, and his words are true. So I guess we're moving on then. Yeah, yeah, that moves to, us into trustworthy, right? Yeah, um, because, because Scripture is God's word, we know it can be trusted. Yep. Yep, that takes to uh, Titus 1-2. God Titus cannot 1-2. lie. Yeah, Numbers yep. twenty three nineteen. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He has said, and he will not... He, has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? That's good. His word is trustworthy. Mm. He will make it good. He will make it right. Um, I heard a pastor say one time that his speaking is his doing. Ooh, um, I thought that was good. That is pretty good. Yeah, um, um, yeah. What's the what's the old song? Uh, proves me o'er and o'er. It's not about rowing though. Mm-mm. How's the song go? I don't know. I know the song you're talking about, but I don't know it. <laughs> anyway. I, I don't. I can't think of what it is. Mm-hmm. 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 Or <laughs> no, no, that's, that's Jesus loves me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's proven itself trustworthy over and over. Um, or I think, an or, or an or. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I can look at God's word and how He's proven it true and trustworthy time and time again. Um, back to the Dead Sea Scrolls thing. It it was proven trustworthy there, um, mm. but also like there's a there's a one on one proving of God's word to me um, as as it's proven true and trustworthy time and time again as He's worked out these these realities in my life. Um, we can go back to the people of Egypt, how they were enslaved and then God freed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he proved it, um, and and we we are the people of God. We can go back to that lineage. Uh, but things in the Bible and say, man, he has proven himself over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and it's, as we go back to Scripture, one thing I always think of as far as trustworthy goes is there's 456 prophecies about Jesus um, that happened over 400 years before he was born. Um, that's when they were prophesied, and he, he fulfilled every single one of them. Um, and the chances of that happening out of random are ridiculous. I don't even can't even count the zeros on the exponential pan- chances of any of that yeah, happening I was, randomly. Uh, I was trying to look here because I did a sermon on that one time. Uh, well, I did a sermon where I talked about that one time, and I was looking to see if I still had that PowerPoint in here. Probably not. Your computer probably put it into uh, into sleep mode. Well, that might have been before I was keeping my PowerPoint. Dude, I've told you to keep your PowerPoints. I know. How handy would that be right now? It'd be so handy. I feel like I've said that or and or. <laughs> or and or. I, I felt like you uh, you sang it wrong. You sang it wrong. That was the wrong song. <laughs> I can't find it. I've tried. <laughs> yeah, so uh, again, these prophecies alone show that it's trustworthy because these things are written 400 years and then 40 years later, he made them happen. Things that are out of, would seemingly be out of control, um, he is trustworthy with that and, and made it happen. Yeah, the uh, chances. Uh, whenever I was looking at, uh, whenever I was looking at that, 
the chances j- that just three prophecies would have been fulfilled mm. was uh, exponentially crazy, much less 456 of them. Yeah, yeah, and he did them all. Yeah. Um, didn't miss a single one of them either. Yeah, and so, so that means he's trustworthy. His yeah. word is trustworthy. So let's make this next section uh, personal. What do you struggle with trusting God with their uh, too sweet? Nothing. Don't lie to me. Nothing. Don't lie to me. I don't understand. Come on. Come on. Uh, well, uh, my sister has dated some real scumbag dudes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen other people date some real scumbag dudes. I don't know how those dudes get a date, and I don't. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> I get that. You know what I, I mean? get that. No, I get you it. Know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but but you have to trust God with that then, huh? As a single guy, you're like, all right, God, the, you didn't give me this gift of uh, celibacy, so uh, it's time to unwrap that bad boy. Let's do it. <laughs> it's time to uh, where is Christmas? Yeah, where is Christmas? Yeah, yeah, Chris, Christmas is coming, buddy. You hang in there. You hang in there. Um, and that's a – dude, that's a real struggle that people that, – that regular dudes struggle with. Yeah. Um, and, and I've seen guys who, who rushed in to mm. relationships with, with the wrong kind of girl. Um, and then, and then the devastation that happens after that. And so, um, to your credit, I've not seen you rush into those either. And so, uh, you're, you continue trusting God with the kind of woman even that you're pursuing. So mm. hang in there, <laughs> but also ladies, he's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> What about you? Uh, now it's your turn to play. All right. So I struggle with, again, I, yeah. So, so 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, uh, says that uh, I'm the righteousness of God. I really struggle with that. It says, mm. it says those of us who have come to faith are the righteousness of God. Because um, I know how unrighteous I am, you know. Um, and so, so I struggle with that because of reality that I'm, that I'm living in also, you know. And so I have... Mm have to do this 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 game of well this is what how I act but this is what God's word said. Yes, yeah, 2 Corinthians 5 2 Corinthians 5:21 says God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And so he's talking to the church in Corinth but but he's talking to me also. In him I'm the righteousness of God even though I lost my temper today. Yeah, somehow I am still the righteousness of God and it's it's in when I look to Jesus in spite of my mistakes. In spite, despite. In spite of, despite. Don't they mean the same thing? I think one's not a word. I think in spite of is not a word because uh, I once uh, once heard somebody write a whole song about in spite of me and they were talking about Jesus. And I was like, I like that word. I'm going to look it up. And then it wasn't a word. And I thought, huh, only poets can get away with writing a whole word, a whole <laughs> song about something that's not a word. I think it's despite in me. Sorry, it's despite of me, I am, I'm still uh, in Christ. And so, so I am the righteousness of God because Jesus imputed all of his righteousness to me. Uh, yeah. So it's not my earning it. So, yeah, when I stub my toe or kick the dog or whatever it is, yeah, those things are sinful and I'm not being righteous. But I'm in Christ and so I am the righteousness of God even still, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What about uh, just for the person listening, maybe? Yeah, that might say. Yeah, I'm listening. I have a hard time trusting God because He allows evil things to happen. Yeah, He does. Yeah, 
All right, that's all we got, folks. We gotta go. <laughs> See you later. <clears throat> yeah, so that's a that's a tough question, and it, and and it is one we should all wrestle with. Um, and I think honestly, it's not a fair question. Ooh, uh, why not? Because the the better question is, I can't believe he does, lets any good happen. Mm. Um, because what that does is it puts God's righteousness first, His holiness, um, the character of God is in front, um, and who He is. Then we can look at man in His shadow, if that makes any sense. Um, and uh, and the fact is, because we have sinned against Him, nothing good should happen to us. And so, the question of why does He let bad things happen is no, no, no. Our sin did that. We're on this course, mm. and uh, and I can't believe he he interrupted my course. You know, yeah. Um, so so again, it's just it's a very me centered, man centered, bratty question. Can I can I say that? Um, yeah. um, it, it's it's what about me, mine, m- me? You know, yeah. Um, and normally we say it in pointing to indigenous tribes in you know India or Africa or something like that. Well, what about them? They haven't heard the gospel. Yeah. You have take it to them, you know, mm-hmm. like man up. Let's do this. Um, yeah. Quit, quit crying about them, but not actually do anything about them. And so that's why I think it's it's a it's a poor question, mm-hmm. um, poorly thought out question. Because if you think about who God is and His holiness and His goodness and how we bring sin in, man, we we think up ways to sin, you know. Yeah, and, Romans one says we invent new ways of doing evil. How, yeah. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Proverbs says, or no, it's Ecclesiastes says it's nothing new under the sun, and then Romans one comes around and says, we invent new ways of doing evil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> sin happens. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's evil, and that's what our sin is. And so when we want to cry about bad things happening to good people, you're right. But Jesus was the only good person who ever lived, and He died on a cross. For willingly. the sins of man. Yeah, willingly. And so that's, again, that's that's a redirect. Um, I think it's a poor question. Um, I was taught, you know, there's no such thing as a bad question, but actually that there is. <laughs> um, just a poor thought out question. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And just so, think about the person you're questioning before you come and question them. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Job, who are you, oh man, to talk to God? Yeah. Um, Gird up your loins and come at me like a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you um, – you know, standing before God, there will be no one standing before him. Without Jesus picking us up, mm. we would be on our face, and that's the right place. Yeah. Um, and so, again, that's the, the, I get struggling with trusting God when bad things happen to good people, but yet there's not really good people, and so it's a poor, poorly thought-out question. Um, it's not – you're not coming at it from a, a who-is-God perspective, but kind of a gotcha perspective, mm. you know? Um, so another thing I struggle with trusting God with is, uh, is what if I'm Isaiah, right? And so I look at Isaiah and he was supposed to go and who will preach to these people who won't hear. And he said, here I am, Lord, send me. And he went and spent his life then preaching to people who wouldn't listen. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there's part of me who wants to say, oh, poor me. What if I'm like that dude? Right. Um, but what if I am like, that's mm-hmm. still pretty dope. Right. I mean, still, yeah. still to get uh, to get to do all of that in the name of God, that he's got a place in the story for a guy like me. Um, he is good and I can trust him, um, even if that's that's the end game. It's his end game. And I, I get to play a sweet, sweet part in this story. You know, and if you're uh, if you are like Isaiah, find uh, find comfort in knowing you're not like Ezekiel. Mm. 
He had to eat bread made off of poop. You don't want to be that? Didn't he also have to lay down on his side naked for like a year or something? I think that was Ezekiel, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, do I could do that year. The... <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the... I do remember the bread he had to eat. Made I'm not eating bread poop. Cooked on dung. Pass. Every time I see the Ezekiel bread in the story, I always ask the question, how far did they take that verse? <laughs> how literal were they with, mm. it, with the verse? Yeah. Was it on it or just by it? or? He, well, I don't think he cooked it on it. Like, you can't... You can't set like, it on the fire. Set a thing. Of, like, it's not like pancakes. Yeah, but still, you get still poop, smoke. poop smoke. Poop smoke can't be good. can't be good. No, it's going to flavor it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Um, that wraps us up. If you got questions or if you have something you're tr- struggling to trust God with, man, we want to help you out. We want to point you in the places of God's word. Um, we want to help uh, illuminate um, mm. because God's word is good and trustworthy and uh, and we want to help you through that. So let us know. We'd love to reach out to us, Facebook or I don't know. What do we have? Yeah, check us out on uh, Facebook, our Facebook group, Performing Manhood. We got the link in the uh, description for uh, the podcast. Uh, check us out there. Um, and you can also find our personal Facebook pages there. Send Mike a message. Yep. <laughs> um, or Trevor. And uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to our podcast. We put these out every Friday. Ish. Most Fridays. Yeah, it's not a law. It's not like we're going to jail when you miss one. <laughs> Most Fridays. Most Fridays. Most Fridays. All right, fellas. You guys be sweet. Show Jesus. My name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. Later. Later. Later.